Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anonymous Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host, Sam the Bomb. And um, I got some comments on last week's newscast and how I was talking about the coronavirus and the thing at the, you know, the first like seven minutes of it. And a lot of people were like, thank you, Sam. Thank you for, you know, your little segment at the beginning and all that stuff and whatever. You're welcome. Um... I just want people to take it seriously, and I want people to be informed, and I want people to know that uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better, so we all just got to look out for each other. And honestly, the only reason I'm bringing it up now again is because on the Anime Summit Discord, I have seen you know a bunch of people talk about it, and it seems like everybody on our Discord is taking it pretty seriously. Um... And we're all, like, posting things like, oh, check this out. This is free now because uh, you can watch this here. You can download this here. This game is on sale. You know, but just posting things to kind of help other people get through isolation and things like that, obviously. Because, you know, I, I, I don't know how often most of you guys, like, go out and do stuff. But I, I know for me, I don't really go out that often. So, you know, isolation is not that bad for me, I guess. It may not be that bad for a lot of you either, but there is a lot of people on our Discord who do, uh, who are having a little trouble hunkering down and passing the time. So we're all kind of looking out for each other there and posting things like, hey, this is on sale, this game's on sale, you know, things like that. And that's really cool. Um, we're all kind of looking out for each other. And that's really what y'all need to do. You know, you, if you're not part of our Discord, but you know, you're, you know, you're, you're on your, your Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and you got family and, all that stuff, that's all you need to do. Just look out for your family, look out for your friends, look out for your loved ones, look out for your neighbors. You know what I mean? Do what you can. Um, I've already talked about uh, doing extra casts, like extra po- just regular podcast episodes or extra AO episodes. Um, for those of you who don't know what AOs are, those are kind of like our for fun episodes for free, for, you know, free for all episodes that we just kind of fuck around or we talk about something that's not all the way anime related or whatever. I'm already in talks with um, some other people from other podcasts about doing some collab episodes for extra content for you guys. You know, just like for those of you, because I know there's a lot of you who are caught up on our podcast and, you know, this will be a way for you to have extra episodes throughout the week to kind of get you through some stuff. So, yeah. And then we're going to take a break in, in the middle and everything. We're going to do go back to the normal newscast obviously i'm going to mention things about the 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 coronavirus just because there are conventions here that are now canceled because of it and for those of you who don't know i will be mentioning those and other things like that you know but back to your regular scheduled newscast um i'll talk more about the extra stuff in the middle when we go over all the links and everything but first of all let's get into the non-anime news oh and then i got a little 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 uh, opinion piece, discussion piece at the end um, for this week's newscast. But anyway, let's get into it. Let me open my thing here. I, I had it closed for some reason. Overwatch, um, new hero trailer, and it's not like a full-on cinematic like, you know, uh, some other ones were. It's just one of those. It's kind of like the Sigma one where it's like a little... Uh, motion comic, but it's about Echo. Um, for those of you who don't know, we did see Echo in a cinematic in the Overwatch cinematic called Reunion, in which um, we saw how the the trainer monorail crashed in the mountains and by the diner, and McCree was there and Ash was there, and then they were hauling Echo uh, from the, 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 the cargo. So yeah. Um, we all kind of wondered if she was going to become a playable character, and I think we all kind of knew that pretty much, but that is where we first saw her. Um, Echo is a, a an Omnic who gets exponentially smarter and is pretty much 
I mean, that's what all Omnics are. You know, they, they learn as they go. They have human thought, human feeling. And Echo is an extremely advanced Omnic. And she's awesome. And apparently she was part of Overwatch some time ago. And McCree woke her up. So, like, yeah, fucking you should watch that. Um, <clears throat> not just the new character trailer, but I mean the the cinematic reunion. If it's one thing that Blizzard does really awesome, it's their cinematic, like, little trailers or short digital shorts, you know? So amazing. It's just so fucking cool. I love it. Um, PlayStation 5 will play almost all, quote-unquote, of the top 100 PlayStation 4 games at launch. Um, oop, this article was updated. But, yeah, the, the majority... The over, It says, we believe that the overwhelming majority of the 4,000-plus PS4 titles will be available on PS5. In a recent clarification on the original blog post, Sony noted that the number of PS4 games expected to be supported through backward compatibility is much higher than PS5 lead system architect Mark Cerny's initial comments made it appear. Oh, okay, so it's more than that. But yeah, that's that's pretty. That's a lot of titles, man. That's it, it, the the original title said of the top 100 PlayStation 4 games, and I think people thought, oh, it's only 100. But no, uh, majority of the 4,000 plus PS4 titles. That's pretty cool. Uh, we were talking about that on the Discord earlier. It was me, Udinger, and Trevor, and somebody else, I think. And we were saying, because there was those rumors that were like, it was going to go all the way back, as in, like, you can stick a PS1 disc in there and play it. Um, and I, those are still just rumors, and I honestly don't think that's going to happen, to be honest with you. I think it's just going to go to PS4, which would, in an essence make you know would make sense you know what i mean like you know but that would be that would be absolutely wild of course if it could go back and play ps1 discs ps2 discs and all of that like that would be crazy but yeah no i i am definitely kind of leaning towards the ps5 we'll talk about that a little later um so i didn't know what this was until i saw it on my timeline today but there's this if you've never heard of the game called the messenger um, by Sabotage Studio. It's this like side scroll. It kind of is reminiscent of uh, Ninja Gaiden, the old Ninja Gaiden games. And you could say Strider as well. The first thing, like, the original Strider games. The Messenger is like a, a 8 bit, 16 bit slammer um, made by Sabotage Studios and published by Devolver Digital. Very sweet action platforming game where you're a ninja and you're just cutting bitches up they are they have announced a kickstarter campaign for a new game called sea of stars which is a turn-based rpg and they put their reveal trailer on that kickstarter they are asking for um about 90 some thousand dollars and it's already it's already backed like it's it's uh, it's now at one hundred seventy five thousand dollars, so of course there's going to be stretch goals. There's I think that two of the stretch goals got unlocked, or one of them got unlocked, and there's three more that can be unlocked. Um, but there's like a little there's like a little motion comic animated trailer kind of thing. There's different artworks, um, but if you watch the trailer of the game, it's very reminiscent of like. Um, obviously there's more pixels involved because this is a two thousand twenty some developed game um there's more detail in the pixels and the pixelation and uh the pixel art and stuff but the the way it plays or looks like is very reminiscent of chrono trigger if you've ever played chrono trigger on the super nintendo and it's on the the remake on the ds as well um very great rpg game very solid title by square um it's very reminiscent of that and it looks fucking amazing it looks super cool it's called sea of stars so check that out by Sabotage Studios. Looks super sick. I'm so excited for that. I will def. I almost like kind of want to back this. Um, that would be sick. I I would definitely back the shit out of this. Um, Disaster Report Four demo is now on PlayStation Four. Yes, yeah, we talked about this a little bit last week. It's by uh by uh um, Nipponichi Software. Uh, it's kind of a, kind of a odd time to release this demo, I guess, but the game comes out on April 7th, PC, Switch, and PlayStation 4. If you've never played the Disaster Report games, they're actually pretty sick. They're like these story RPGs in which, you know, uh, 
uh, a natural disaster or some kind of disaster shakes up the world and you kind of go exploring and it's pretty sweet. Uh, trainers can now take on Pokemon Go's paid Genesect research challenge. Niantic has made changes to Pokemon Go to adapt to the COVID-19 pandemic, including numerous ways to keep people from gathering in one location, and the latest paid challenge reflects this. I'm beginning my quest, and I'm having no problem working through the goals from my home. If players purchase the $7.99 ticket for the special research task, a drive to investigate, they'll have between now and March 23rd at 10 p.m. local time to finish it. Unlike previous tasks, this one is streamlined to feats you can handle from home, including catching element-based Pokemon, playing with your buddy, and battling other trainers. And then encountering, of course, Genesect for your Pokedex. So, there you go, man. Uh, Prime One Studio is releasing a $2,400 Doom Eternal statue. Man. I'm looking at the pictures of this thing. This is some next level. I, I, you know, I can't ever justify more than like even $60, $70 for a figure. I know some of you guys can, and that's awesome. I myself personally cannot, and I don't ever judge. I've, I've, I've heard of people spending $300 on figures before. You know what I mean? Like I've been to conventions. Okay. I've seen people buy $400 figures. You know, I told, I'm not judging at all. Like I totally get that. If you're a part of that fandom, that's what's up. But this thing. This thing, $2,400, and we have the the Doom guy, which I've never, you know, I don't know his name. I don't think anyone knows his name. Um, the Doom Slayer. It, I mean, I, I the original photo on the article itself right at the top, I thought was like a screen cap of the game. And no, that is a picture of, of the figure. <laughs> like, it, and it comes with six different weapons that you can just, you know, adjust and put on his hand. And it is amazing. $2,400 Prime One Studio. If you've never heard of Prime One Studio, look him up. I've never heard of him before. This is the first time I've heard of them. Um, I don't know if this is going to be limited edition or not. But here, let's click through their store and see what they've done here. Like, oh, look, they've done a lot. Holy crap. They've done, oh, there's a Vegeta one. That's cool. They got a, Oh, they did Persona. This is cool, man. Prime One Studio. This must be... These are like... These figures are hardcore, man. These are like... You ever watch those YouTube videos of a figure room tour or collection room tour videos? They got some of these figures on here on their, in their room. That's, that's some of these ones for sure. I've definitely seen this Goku one uh, in a bunch of those videos. Let's look, let's look on this Goku one. You can change his his head so it can be Super Saiyan 1, uh, 2, base form Super Saiyan 1, 3, or uh, uh, blue, I think. That is cool, dude. Holy shit. Sorry for all the clicks. That's $1,300, man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, so you can put a deposit on it and it goes towards your total. That's crazy, man. These figures are crazy. Holy shit. I, man, I, I'm honestly just like feeling privileged to look at these fucking things. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. They're 25 inches tall. So it's almost, that's more than two feet tall. So that's probably another reason. Sorry, we talked about a fucking figure there for like fucking five minutes. My bad. But um, yeah, no, that's crazy. That's a sweet statue, that $2,400 Doom Slayer statue. Um, Rosario Dawson cast as ahsoka tano in the mandalorian second season what this confirms that ahsoka is still alive well i'll obviously the last season of of uh the clone wars would probably reveal that because she's a big part of that um well no because rebels takes place after sorry spoiler alert but uh no, yeah, Rebels. She's in Rebels. Well, obviously, Rebels has been out for a while, but I think it it was it was, uh, and this is a spoiler, so skip like ten seconds if you don't want to hear this. But it, in uh, at the end of Ahsoka's arc in Rebels, she it was uncertain whether she was alive or dead. So, uh, yeah, like that's pretty cool, man. Um, I, I can't wait to see Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. Like, she definitely can pull that off for sure. Um, that's going to be sick. 
Resident Evil 3 brings back the knife run. <laughs> Knife-only runs have been a staple of Capcom's community since the original Resident Evil on PlayStation. During these playthroughs, fans challenge themselves to complete various Resident Evil games using only the knife as their offensive weapon, no guns allowed. A successful knife run is challenging and requires an intimate knowledge of the Resident Evil game being attempted. Unfortunately, knife runs were basically impossible in the remake of RE2 because knives in that game would break. This was because knives were used as a defensive weapon that would prevent zombies from biting you. Some would argue that this made knives more valuable, but it had the unfortunate consequence of killing the knife for fun. Or killing the knife run. Uh, We kept the knife inexhaustible in RE3 so you can use it forever, says producer Peter Fabiano. We're dealing with survival horror and everything is exhaustible. You run out of bullets you run out of herbs you run out of all the items you can use so if you did run out of everything what would you have the knife the director always wanted to make it your trusty knife that's always something you can rely on so the knife is now unlimited not breakable in re3 so you can do your knife runs in that bitch uh sonic the hedgehog sprints to home video early um although sonic the hedgehog just hit theaters in february it will soon be available to watch at home at the heap of special features um Paramount shared the date in a press release, also revealing that Sonic the Hedgehog will be given avail- be available on 4K, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and for rental on demand or disc on May 19th. Um, but it will be available for digital purchase as soon as March 31st. Um, I am sure that this is a response to, uh, obviously, the, the happenings around the world. I thought it was a sweet movie. Um I think in in, in uh, digital purchase as soon as March thirty first that YouTube probably will let you rent it and Amazon Prime will probably let you rent it for sure. So like if that's the case, definitely definitely should check it out. It's really sweet. Um, did we talk about Black Widow last week? I think we did, right? The new trailer. I thought Taskmaster looked stupid. Anyway. I think we talked about that already, so I'm not going to talk about it again. <laughs> but um, Wonder Woman 1984 still receiving theatrical release. With the, with the pandemic taking a toll on the film industry, Warner Brothers is reportedly considering sending Wonder Woman 1984 to VOD. Um, this is confirmed by IndieWire with Warner Brothers. It ex- and is still expected to release theatrically. With so much uncertainty in the entertainment industry due to the pandemic, Warner Brothers is reportedly considering skipping the theatrical release for Wonder Woman and sending it straight to video on demand. But, okay, then obviously IndieWire has confirmed that it's still going to get a theatrical release. Well, that's, I mean, you know, um, I guess that's up to the company, right? But it it, it really won't matter if theaters are closed because even where, where I am right now, theaters are closed. They closed theaters, like, uh, earlier this week, like on Tuesday, so... I mean, that might not be the smartest move, but uh, wait, also, wait, hold on a second. When's it coming out? Oh, the film arrives in theaters on June 5th. Well, maybe by June 5th, things will be a little bit more calmer. I don't know if we'll be fully out of the woods by then, um, but I think things might be a little better by June at least, so we'll see. Uh, that's all. That's still a ways away. I, for some reason, didn't this trailer come out like, like before Christmas? Like their first tra- 1984 trailer. Man, I feel like it's been a while. Man, trailers be coming out early nowadays. Um, onward. Disney Pixar's movie that just came out literally like a few weeks ago in theaters is already on Disney Plus. That's right. The onset of the coronavirus pandemic has studios scrambling and shuffling release dates and things like that. Um, If you remember, Disney Plus released Frozen 2 way earlier and put it on Disney Plus right away. Disney has announced that Pixar's Onward, which opened in theaters March 6th, so literally two weeks ago, will be available for purchase on various digital platforms as of today and will make its way on Disney April 3rd. So literally next week, we'll, we'll get it on not next week, but the week after. Uh, we'll get it on Disney Plus. So that's pretty cool. And so if you want to um, digitally purchase it right now, you totally can. And we'll get it in a couple weeks. That's, I mean, that's got to be a record, right? There, uh, well, like, you know, with the barring the exception of straight to video movies, but that's got to be a record from like theater to home, right? 
Like, holy crap. I remember back in the day waiting almost a whole year for a movie to come out uh, on home video, you know. Um, this is a really cool tidbit. I did not know this. But Alec Guinness, the guy who played Obi-Wan in the Star Wars A New Hope in the original trilogy, um, his granddaughter cameos in Rise of Skywalker. Fucking amazing. Um, she was a First Order officer in a scene that included Adam Driver's Kylo Ren. Uh, and now the next time I watch that movie, I'm going to keep an eye out for it for sure. That's fucking amazing. Um, so here's the big piece for the non-anime news. The 2020 Video Game Hall of Fame reveals the nominees. The nominees. Beep. Um, fucking here we go, dude. Let's, uh, hold on a second. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Right here. The nominees are Bejeweled from 2001, Centipede from 1981, Frogger from 1981, GoldenEye 007 on N64 from the 97, The Original Guitar Hero from 2005, King's Quest from 1980, Minecraft 2011, NBA Jam 1993 for various consoles. Nokia Snake, <laughs> dude, those original like those, the it was a it was like the first time a cell phone ever got small. These these Nokia phones, they had one game on them and it was Snake. Um, 1998, Super Smash Brothers Melee from 2001 on the GameCube, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves from 2009, and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego from 1985. That is a uh, a big box PC game. Uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? The public can vote on any one of the candidates with the public collectively acting as one member of the voting committee. Um, last year, they inducted Colossal Cave Adventure, Microsoft Windows Solitaire, Mortal Kombat, and Super Mario Kart. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, we talked about that last year, remember? You know what I want to do, actually? I want to go to like the Video Game Hall of Fame website and see what's all. I- I'm curious to know. So we're going to save that for the end. I do have a lot of anime news, actually, just little things here and there. I do have some hype reminders, and a lot of those hype reminders I now have where they are going to be streaming, where you can watch them, and things like that. This is stuff coming up from the spring for the spring season, um, and obviously you'll want to know that since we'll probably be hunkering down like through fucking April probably. So, yeah, let's check it out. But first... Gonna take a small break right here. Oh yeah, check that out for me, okay? And always links.animesummit.net. Find everything right there. And our Patreon link is not up there yet. I gotta, I gotta ask Polka to give me the the link tree like login account info so I can add it on there because he keeps forgetting to do it but patreon.com slash anime summit um right now um we're trying to work on more things for the patrons and one of the things that I wanted to do were patron only casts um these are podcast episodes that only you can listen to for for forever it's never gonna they're never gonna get released to anyone unless you're a patron um so, uh, and also like if anything, I'll probably release them, you know, two years later or something like that. Oh, Hey, here's an old podcast that we did for patrons back in the day or something like that. But for now, they're just going to be patrons only. And one of the things that we talked about were solo casts. And I recently, uh, posted an update about that on the Patreon page. So if you become a Patreon or a patron, you can see, that those solo casts are coming soon. I'm actually going to be recording my solo cast very soon here, probably this weekend or next week, uh, for patrons. And th- again, these solo casts and the patron patron cast we're doing these are only for patrons. Extra podcast episodes that only you guys can listen to. Um, that is what we're going to provide. Th- th- these are on top of the uh, quarantine extra episodes that I'm we're going to be doing, obviously as a podcast. Um, but uh those are going to be for everybody but the i'm also recording patron only things and doing some things for y'all so 
um, yeah, become a patron. You get things exclusively. You get things before anyone else. And we're going to be working on some other things for y'all. And so, yeah. And honestly, I just got to say this really quick. In the in these times, we're all kind of struggling. We're going to be hunkering down for a little bit. And it's going to be kind of hard to, and people are going to be out of work. You know, that not everyone can work from home. You know, like I, I can work from home. But there's not an established way of how I'm going to be getting paid yet, if that's, like, the case. Um, there's a lot of people who are getting, like, their companies are giving them disaster relief pay, which is awesome. Uh, free extra PTO for for during isolation times. Things like that. So, anyway, depending on your job, it could be a struggle financially. And I understand that uh, very much. So, if you're still going to be a patron for the next couple months on top of that, that seriously is just like <laughs> sorry I'm like I was about to cry um I can't thank you enough like it's that's uh, you know and, and people you probably just like will say to me like oh Sam it's fucking two dollars it's a dollar you know whatever um but you know like I know what it's like to not eat for a week you know what I mean? Like, I know what it's like to eat noodles for, like, a month. Um, a lot of people do. A, a lot of you do. You know what I mean? Like, um, I know what it's like to buy pet food before you buy actual food for you because you don't want your cat. You want to spend your last money on making sure your cats or dogs or other pets are alive. I know what that's like. Um, and for in, for times like these when we're not sure we're going to get a paycheck because we're all being isolated, um I understand that that's a struggle, and for anyone who continues to be a patron during these times, I thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, I am going to compose myself for a minute here. Whew. Okay, God, I always told myself, "Fucking, I'm I'm so sensitive. Like I'm really sensitive. I cry like once a week, and for like the past couple months, I haven't been able to cry. And there was a couple things today that made me cry for show." But um no, like I always told myself I'm never gonna cry on a fucking on a fucking podcast or newscast and here we go here we are. So excuse me, sorry, okay. We're fine. It's fine, man. Don't worry about it, man. Alright? Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Anime <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my god. I'm so sensitive. Shut up. Okay, here we go. Anime news. Um yeah, no, a lot of the the spring Reminders and spring hype that I got for you again. I now have information on where they're going to stream. So that's going to be what's up. All right. Uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation, High Dive, and Hulu will stream the second parts of War of the Underworld of SAO Alicization. I am so hyped for this, you guys. This is honestly the best arc since the original one. Um, it, 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 in my opinion, it goes like if we're, it goes, um, Einkrad arc, so the original. Alice's all of Alicization. Actually, I would say War of the Underworld. Then the first part of Alicization. Then Mother's Rosario. And then Gun Gale, Excalibur, Alfheim on the bottom. Like legit. Legit. I love Alicization. It's so fucking wild, man. It's a wild ride. Fucking blonde Kirito, dude. Woo! So, Anime Central 2020 canceled. Uh, and for those of you who don't know Anime Central, or ASEN is what a lot of people call it, it is one of the biggest anime conventions in North America. And they've just decided to cancel. So, um, for obvious reasons. Okay, guys? So, um, it was going to be... I think it was going to be like the, like in the beginning of May or something like that. I remember. But um they they've already announced the dates for next year's um which will be May 21st to May 23rd. All attendees who pre-reg for the convention will automatically be rolled over for next year's convention. Attendees may also request a refund by filling out a form by April 20th. Do you hear that guys? April 20th. So if you pre-reg for Anime Central, you're automatically re-rolled to be pre-reg for 2021's convention. Or if you want your money back now, 
you can request a refund right now, but you have to do it before April 20th. Just go to their website and fill out the form, okay? Retailers and artists will also automatically be rolled over, or they may also request refunds. So if you were a retailer or you were going to be an artist at the Artist Alley, you're automatically pre-regged for 2021, or you can request a refund. Um, So also, guys, I just want to remind you of that too. All these conventions that are being canceled, it, it, it like, so like artists, you know, like artists, like sometimes uh, a lot of artists who are in the artist alley, they rely on this income because they have like a part-time job, right? But they also have this as artist, being an artist as a job and convent, they go to a lot of conventions for community engagement and their income. So like, since all these cons are being canceled, if you know that one of your favorite artists is going to be there, try and do something like buying a print or something on Etsy or wherever their website is. If you can, if you are financially able to do so, support them that way. You know what I mean? Um, that That's just a nice way of doing it for sure. So there's a couple other cons that I'm going to mention here that are also canceled. And if they have details on refunds, I'm sure you guys know that. Okay. Um, Fugo KG Balance Unlimited Anime Reveals Promo Cast and anime trailer this look like oh this girl kind of cute is she kind of cute though this look this looks like a fucking weird anime though real shit the story follows the incredibly wealthy daisuke kanbei who audaciously solves cases in unconventional ways whereas susui serialized the original novel from 1975 to 1977 the anime moves the setting into the modern day Kanbei is assigned to the modern crimes task unit a unit created to keep problematic officers away from others there, Conway becomes partners with Kato. Yeah, this looks like uh, so it looks like some crime detective shit, um, like Banana Fish, except I don't know. It actually kind of looks a lot like Banana Fish, <laughs> except not as colorful. A little bit more, a little more color coded in its uh, aesthetic. Uh, Netflix adds Drifting Dragons anime in U.S. on April thirtieth. So that is where you can watch Drifting Dragons. This is the one where they hunt dragons. They fly like the big dirigible. And they hunt dragons and sell dragon meat and things like that. Funimation to stream Gleipnir anime in spring. Gleipnir follows typical high schooler Kageya Shuichi after he discovers that he can turn into a cartoon dog with a gun. Yes, you read that right. Kageya, after finding out that one of his classmates is trapped in the fire, discovers that he can turn into a dog with a giant gun. He saves the girl and the two share the knowledge of Kageya's secret. Yeah, no, this is that one that we, we talked about this a couple months ago. Um, this looks fucking amazing. The, the dog looks like this really creepy, like, stitched-together gothic weird plush toy, and he just has a big gun. It's fucking awesome, dude. It looks really cool. I'm excited for that one. Funimation to stream Shironeko Project Zero Chronicle anime in the springtime. Um, the Shironeko Project smartphone game launched in Japan in 2014 and launched in English with the title Rune Story in 2015. So this is an anime based on that mobile game so if you were a fan of shirin project or rune story this is the anime for that bitch uzaki chan wants to hang out remember we talked about this they'd reveal the key visual for this uh, a couple months ago if you don't know who uzaki chan is she is the girl that in japan this last summer they used as a mascot for the blood drive and we talked about it remember and there were there was this one person on twitter bitching about sexualizing women or something like that and it was like well first off it's a cartoon character second of all you're telling if 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 she wasn't a cartoon character and she was a real woman and she wanted to be a mascot for a sexy mascot for a blood drive you're telling a woman she can't do something therefore you sound stupid so like you know what i mean it was kind of stupid she was like well over sexualizing everything is not going to help the blood drive it's just dumb why do you have to use a sexy nurse to do that and it was really funny because it actually worked it actually got more people to donate blood so in that case it was kind of like if it's helping the greater good the greater public for hospitals to get more blood then why not if it, if it works then why not do it you know what i mean like it's not like it was a fucking it's an anime character okay it's a cartoon it was, at that time it was just a manga but you know it was an anime character but sorry i had to like go back into that tangent for a minute but uzaki chan is this really cute girl with short hair she got a little mouth fang and um she is kind of top heavy we'll just call it top heavy kind of jealous bitch uh sakurai shinichi is one wish for a little peace and quiet but uzaki hana his boisterous well-endowed underclassman has other plans all she wants 
is to hang out and poke fun at him with the help of her chipper charm and peppy persistence this might just be the start of a beautiful relationship so it's kind of like that one where the the what is that one that nick likes the teases tanaku kun not tanaka kun or no 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 uh i forgot the one with the girl with the five head and she like teases the one kid that she likes or whatever this looks like that except actually good shots fired at nick get wrecked Fifth Tenshi Muyo OVA season cast Kikoe Inoue Aya Hisakawa Nanamizuki. Okay, can we talk about Tenshi Muyo for a second? Just for a quick quick minute. Uh, the season will have six total home video releases. I gotta brush up on my Tenshi Muyo because all I remember is there was, and I have a, I have a couple of VHS tapes of each one, but I have a couple of No Need for Tenshi, which I think was the original one, right? And then there was Tenshi Universe, which is like they go into space, and it was like kind of serious a little bit. And then there was Tenshi in Tokyo, where he moves to Tokyo. Um, he moves to the city, and I don't remember why that was. But, like, I don't even, like, what comes first? Like, I and, and I know Nick's golden rule is to always just watch in release order. That's probably the way to do it. But then I remember there was Tenshi Muyo GXP. There was... There was a bunch of other ones that were just kind of like OVAs and stuff like that. And just random OVAs inserted here and there. It almost kind of just seems like convoluted now. Like some on some Kingdom Hearts shit. Okay, wait. Here a second. Tenshi Muyo Ryo Oki is the title of the original 1992 OVA series that started a long-running cross-media franchise. With numerous sequels and spin-offs, the original OVA received the Tenshi Muyo Amatsuri Zenjutsu no Yoru. Tenshi Muyoriya Oki Die Four Key. I don't know, man. There's just so you know what? I got to find like a wiki, a fandom wiki page, and uh, read up on Tenshi Muyo. For those of you who remember or know or bigger bigger Tenshi fan, let me know what's up with that because I'm like I'm curious. Uh, Shirabako Anime Films first ten minutes streamed. That's pretty sick. So I I love that Japan does that. They do this thing nowadays where they just like they show you the first five, eight, ten minutes of of a of a movie that's coming out. Ones that are really hype. Like we got the first ten minutes of um, the final Ava movie. We got the first eight minutes of like Promare, and we got like the first ten minutes of this one now. So if you're a fan of Shirabako, uh, that comes out in uh, when does that come out, dude? Dang! Oh, it opened in Japan on February 29th. So yeah. Um, the first, uh, 10 minutes were streamed, uh, on a website, but yeah, you could probably find that online now, right? You get the first 10 minutes of it. Anyway, I'm not really a fan of shitty taco, so let's move on. Uh, Monster Girl Doctor, we talked about this. Monster Girl Doctor anime premieres in July. The light novel author Yoshino Origuchi posted a picture on Twitter Thursday for volume zero of Monster Girl Doctor. Um, Safin... Safintite or Safi in the anime, uh, along with uh, Glenn Latebait. Um, they are doctors for monster creatures and monster girls and things like that. It's really fucking cool. Uh, Glenn is the doctor, and Safi is like this ner- his nurse who's like the she's like a, a Naga or a Safi. So that's super cute. It actually looks really good. Like the character designs look really good. Monster Girl Doctor. I'm excited for that shit. Dude, okay, this, this, this right here, this I'm fucking excited for, man. And I think, I think there was mention of it. There was, there was mention of it a couple months ago because I think they announced it like a couple months ago. And I think I actually, I talked about it. Um, but they announced that they're going to launch a global YouTube channel on April 6th that will update every day with new episodes from its catalog of tokusatsu and anime shows, which include entries from the Kamen Rider and Super Sentai franchises. The first two episodes of seven, 70 shows will debut on April 6th with English subtitles. Anime included in these releases are Mirai Robo Deltonius, Combattler Fee, Voltes V, and Dimos. Toei did not reveal a full list of the 70 shows that will be available on the service, so it is possible more anime will be aside from those four anime. 
Toei stated for now, subsequent episodes will not have English subtitles, but the service plans to make a public call for subtitles in any language. Um, the third and fourth episodes of Combatler V will debut on April 19th, and subsequent episodes will debut on Sundays. So that's pretty cool, man. Anytime that, like, a fucking anime studio or something does, like, fucking just a straight-up YouTube channel is freaking amazing. I'm actually on the YouTube channel right now, and it's called Toei Tokusatsu World Official. All in capital letters. Toei Tokusatsu World Official. It already has 9.63k subs. Uh, I'm going to sub to it right now. Boom. Click. There is no content on it. I'm on the YouTube channel right now. There's just a cover photo, a profile pic, and that's it. There's no content yet. But that is pretty sweet. I also want to mention that, too. If you listen to our Gundam Thunderbolts episode where me and Nick talked about Gundam Thunderbolt, you'll know that the Gundam Info YouTube channel literally uploads full-ass shows of their Gundam shit. And that's actually where we watched Gundam Thunderbolt. I actually watched it somewhere else, but he watched it on their YouTube channel, Gundam Thunderbolt, um, where we was where we watched it. Uh, both dub and sub is on there. So Gundam Info has like there. It's a YouTube channel. It's their official Gundam YouTube channel. Literally whole ass like seasons of sh- of series and shows on there of Gundam shit. So uh, peep game, peep game. You gotta look out for that stuff on YouTube because because I mean obviously it's legal. It's their shit, right? So it's free. Um, Mamoru Oshii's Vlad Love anime cast Ayane Sakura. Um, I have no idea. What is that? I don't Do we talk about this one? This is some shit. The new anime will be a slapstick comedy centering on a vampire girl named Mai and a high school girl. Oshii noted that the anime won't have any handsome men and its story will solely focus on five young girls. He added that he wanted to seriously tackle a story centering on a girl-meets-girl concept and tease that Mai feels similar to Yurisai Yatsura's Lum. Oh, okay. The character designs look super fucking, like, cute, though. Like, like the vampire girl, uh, Mai Vlad Transylvania, a beautiful vampire girl lost in unfamiliar land. Dude, she, her design is super adorable, super cute. I love it. I love it. Like, super cute, man. I'm excited to watch that. That's going to be kind of cool. There is a PV for it as well. Um, Vlad Love is what it's called. Funimation delays simultaneous dub productions for current and upcoming anime. Um, Funimation announced on Wednesday that it has temporarily paused its production of seasonal simultaneous as it is adjusting its simuldub production to allow for production members to work from home, for obvious reasons. Simuldubs from the current and upcoming seasons are currently paused, but English subtitle simulcast releases will still continue as normal. The list of the anime affected by the delay are as follows. Bo Furry, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Starting with episode 9. Uh, Hatena Illusion, starting on episode 8. Infinite Dendrogram, starting on episode 8. Nekopara, starting with episode 9. Smile Down the Runway, starting with episode 9. Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, starting with episode 9. Asteroid in Love, starting with episode 5. Case File number 221, Kabukicho, starting with episode 21. Darwin's Game on episode 9. My Hero Academia, starting with uh, episode 84. Black Clover, starting with episode 124. ID Invaded, starting with episode 13. Uh, Sorcerer Stabber Orphan, starting with episode 10. And a certain scientific railgun T, starting with episode eight. Um, so again, that's simul dubs from the current and upcoming seasons are currently paused, but English subtitled simulcast releases will still continue as normal. So it's just the simul dub, the simul dub part. So if you were watching these animes as they were being dubbed, that's going to be uh, delayed for uh, a bit. As they adjust um, the people working on the dubs to work from home and stuff for obvious reasons. So, but if you're watching simulcast and you're just watching with subs normally, like like just with subs, then you're you're Gucci. Ino Toneko Dochimi Kateru to Mainichi Tanoshi Pet Anime. Uh, this just looks like a fucking. I think this is supposed to be a short. It's kind of got that watercolor aesthetic, like Kaguya-sama. Um, you know what I mean? And it's like this poodle little puppy and this angry cat. And you know what? I'm actually not going to talk about this shit. Fuck this shit. Because the cat looks like some angry asshole. And not all cats are angry assholes, okay? Man. That is... That is... That's racist, man. Fucking... 
what is with this thing that all cats are assholes, okay? Yeah, Smokey's an asshole, but, I mean, I still kind of love him a little bit, maybe, not really. But, you know, fuck you, okay? Jesus Christ. Uh, G-Kids delays upcoming premiere to the No See screens. Now, remember, we talked about this premiere was going to come back to theaters, and there was going to be some screens of Children of the Sea. For obvious reasons, those are going to be delayed. So G-Kids announced that it's moving up the digital release date for premiere from May 5th, May 5th to April 21st, with the Blu-ray disc and DVD released for May 19th. Um, but they pulled the, the screenings um, for a later date, which has not been announced yet. But they've moved up the digital release date, so that's pretty cool. Magic user reborn in another world as max as a max level novels get manga. Uh, oh, I thought this said get anime. Well, still, if you're into isekai manga, there you go. Magic user reborn in another world as a max level. That's getting a manga. Uh, so if you read those novels, it's now getting uh, a manga there. So there you go. New trailer for Studio Trigger's BNA brand new animal reveals theme song artist in the second trailer that's come out for it. I'm excited for this. We got fucking Raccoon Face Johnson. Wolf Face Johnson. Uh, fucking, I think that's a dog, a poodle, dog poodle, dog face. Otter Face Johnson, Dog Face Johnson, uh, Rooster Face Johnson. Uh, what is this? Wombat Face Johnson. We have all kinds of Face Johnsons, man. This anime is going to be, I'm already, I don't, even, I don't even fucking tell you, okay? This is fucking anime of the year right here. Anime of 2020, calling it right now. Fuck you. Okay? You got a problem, I'll cry to trap you in the neck. So, how about that? Shaman King manga gets new spinoff manga series. Okay, no, legit. Someone who's more of a fan than me, again, with the Tenchi thing, remember Shaman King? Who remembers Shaman King? I feel like there's a bunch of anime from when I was younger, probably like from when I was like, from 12 to 14 years old, there was a bunch of anime that premiered, like, on uh, Fox Kids. Um, you know, it was competing with Saturday morning anime on Warner Brothers Channel. It was competing with Pokemon and um, other things on Warner Brothers and anime that was playing on Warner Brothers. It was, like, Pokemon, Batman Beyond. Everything. Fox Kids was just buying every fucking anime property they could so they could show it, you know. And Warner Brothers also had uh, Card Captors, which was a terrible dub version of it because they cut out a lot of stuff. But um, all kinds of shit, man. And Fox Kids, they had uh, Ultimate Muscle, the Kanikuman Legacy. They had Fighting Foodons. They had Sonic X, Digimon. Um, but they also had this one called Shaman King. And I remember watching it, and it was really fucking cool, man. It was almost kind of like... Um, these warriors and they had a stand. It wasn't. It's not really a stand, but like, it's like this huge, extensive, like soul monster thing that appears behind them, and that's how they fought, or whatever. Does anyone remember Shaman King? Apparently, it's getting this new spinoff manga series. Remember Shaman King, and you're more of a fan of, of than I am, and you know more about Shaman King. Let me know how that went down. Like, did that show end? Did like, did the manga end? Like what? What it, I know it all, like had an abrupt ending, and I don't know if it actually got like an actual ending that it deserved. Um, but yeah, let me know, dude. But yeah, anyway, new manga called uh, Red Crimson, Shaman King Red Crimson. The Titans Bride Boys uh, love isekai manga gets anime. Uh, the manga story begins when Koichi, a tall player in his high school basketball team, is whisked away to another world while masturbating. <laughs> There he arrives in a kingdom of giants and is asked by the kingdom's first prince to be his bride and bear his child. Uh, I don't know if that's how that... Uh... So does he think that that Koichi is, uh, has uh, uh, a uterus? Because I don't think uh, he does. <laughs> Just like, that's, uh, I don't know if that's how that works. But uh, anyway... Uh, that's that's actually kind of cute. I'm actually got the 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 cover of the the uh, uh, manga is is what they're using for the visual here, and it looks super cute. Actually, uh, I'm kind of excited for that one. Uh, Ex Arm or X Arm anime reveals visual and premiere in July. So here's some summer hype for you. The manga's crime battle story centers on high school student Akira Natsume, 
Only his brain is saved when he is involved in a traffic accident, and it later becomes part of an advanced weapon. Akira cooperates with the police's X-Arm countermeasure division in order to regain his lost memories and body. So basically, it's Inspector Gadget, the anime, for July. That's pretty cool. Uh, I like Inspector Gadget. I'll get you, Gadget. Anyways, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba manga gets PS4 game in 2021. Uh, That's pretty cool. I have no idea what that's going to be about. But why not put it on PS5? Because isn't, isn't the PS5 going to be out by then? I mean... Okay, anyway. Demon killing competitive action is what they're calling it. So maybe it'll be kind of like hack and slashy. Maybe you can fight other bitches. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, Anime Boston 2020 convention canceled. This was going to go from April 10th to 12th. And the theme was going to be Bento in Boston. Um, obviously with things looking the way they are now, you know, April 10 to 12, that weekend is only two weeks from today. No, one, two, three weeks from today. With the way things are looking now, Massachusetts governor, Charlie Baker announced a ban on gatherings of 250 or more. That being said, they have to abide by those rules. And the organizers also stated it would not be feasible to reschedule Anime Boston 2020 and meet the same high standards you have come to expect from us. Anime Boston 2021 will be held from April 2 to 4th, 2021. The staff will transfer pre-reg members' registration to Anime Boston 2021, and they've also provided information on refunds on the convention's website. So um, if you pre-reg for Anime Boston, again, it's rolled over into 2021 if you want to keep it. Um... If you want to get a refund, it says right here, I'm on their website right now. We understand that not everyone is certain they will be able to attend Anime Boston 2021. Anyone who would prefer to be refunded for their Anime Boston 2020 membership, please contact Registration Customer Service, and that's clickable. You can click on it. Please include your full name and the email address used when registering. Please allow at least three to four weeks for processing of refund request based on the volume of requests. So if I click on this, it takes you to the contact us page. Put your name, your email, put the subject, you know, 2020 refund or something like that. And, you know, obviously during these times, if you need your money back, you know, like then, you know, obviously go for the refund. But um, if you don't go for that, then uh, it's re already you're already pre-dredged for 2021. So. Uh, yep, Anime Boston. That's another big one I've heard. I've never been, but I've heard it was pretty big. A pretty big one that's pretty pretty popular. Here's a big one. Here's a big piece right here. Bleach Manga's Thousand Year Blood War arc gets anime. The Bleach 20th Anniversary Project and Tight Kubo New Project presentation live stream announced on Saturday that Tight Kubo's Bleach Manga is inspiring a new anime adaptation that will cover the manga's Thousand Year Blood War arc. The arc is the final arc of the manga and covers volumes 55 to 74. Um, the manga inspired a television anime adaptation that ran for 366 episodes from 04 to 012. Viz Media obtained the new television home video rights to the anime in 2006. It premiered with an English dub on Cartoon Network's Adult Swim that same year and eventually aired all episodes by 2014. Um, yeah, I, that was another thing that was kind of like that, that ended kind of abruptly and nobody understood why. And the manga kept going and people were like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But yeah, now anime is going to cover the last arc. Um, I it's honestly all it's making me think about is the little rant that Noxie went on on his episode um, on our on our manga therapy episode with Noxie from the Project Manga podcast. That shit was so fucking funny, man. Oh my god. But yeah, sort of for you Bleach fans out there, they are covering the last arc finally. Um, Crunchyroll is going to stream Food Wars Fifth Plate. That comes out this next season on April 10th. So I know Weebologist uh, 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 Rick is currently watching. Uh, he's he's making his way through uh, for the first time Food Wars right now, and it's fucking awesome. Like he's like he's like updating us on it. He's like, man, look at this shit. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm excited for him to to finish watching it and catch up on that. I love Food Wars, man. It's so good. It's it's so friggin' good. I love it. Uh, B Stars anime second season premieres in 2021. That's right. 
already got a date for it, 2021. I love Beastars, man. And honestly, I'm just about to drop my shit and just read the manga. Because I want to know what happens, bitch. <laughs> um, Beastars is currently on Netflix right now. So if you got Netflix and you have not seen Beastars, please watch that shit. Deca Dense, original TV anime. Ooh, original. You hear that? Original. TV anime premieres this summer. Uh, Yuzuru Tachikawa is directing the sci-fi action anime um, at Studio Nut. Uh, if you don't know Studio Nut, they did Saga of Tanya the Evil. Uh, Yuzuru Tachikawa, he directed Mob Psycho 100 and Death Parade, who collaborated with Tachikawa on both seasons of Mob Psycho, is penning the show's script. Uh, that is Hiroshi Seko. Uh, the anime will have a large-scale worldview with drama, monsters, and large and a large moving fortress. All there is is a key visual right now. There's not really any synopsises or anything like that. Um, but yeah. Violet Evergarden Film unveils intermission video and new visual. The official website for Kyo Annie's Violet Evergarden, the movie anime film project, began streaming an intermission video for the film on Friday. The site also unveiled a new visual for the film on Wednesday. And hopefully this will premiere at April 24th, Tokyo Roadshow. Um, obviously it was delayed due to, uh, the tragedy last year, um, where the studio caught fire. So, um, but yeah, I, I, am glad that Keone is back at it. They're, they hit the ground running, honestly, which they didn't have to, they just fucking did. You know what I mean? They got all the donations from people around the world and they were able to hit the ground running with production and get things going again. So that's amazing. So I'm glad, I'm glad for that fucking... Oh, kill any man they're crazy they're so crazy so here we go man here's the discussion piece at the end earlier in the week i believe was it udinger my mod udinger or somebody else i mean somebody else i don't remember but they posted the the article or it was like a tweet that they posted where it was a ps5 and the xbox series x uh comparing hardware so i'm not going to run through the whole list um, but it seems as though that Xbox Series X kind of has the better hardware, but then again, it's like, I actually, I don't, like, I don't know what some of this means. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, okay, it says, it says here, um, the CPU, right, for PlayStation 5 is 8 times Zen 2 cores at 3.5 gigahertz. And then Xbox Series X has 8 times cores at 3.8 gigahertz. And then it says 3.66 gigahertz with SMT custom Zen 2 CPU. Like, what does that part mean? Like, I know what the 8 cores means and I know what the gigahertz means, but what does that extra SMT shit mean? You know what I mean? What the hell is a T-flop? Graphics processing unit, 10.28 T-flops. 36 CEUs at 2.23 gigahertz. And then Xbox Series X is 12 T-flops, 52 CEUs at 1.825 gigahertz. Like, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? But I can Google it and find out, so no problem. But the reason I bring it up is because are we, like, ourselves here? Okay. Are we really, are we really, really about to have another Sony war versus Xbox war? I remember the days when it was Wii versus PS3 versus 360. I remember that shit. That shit was crazy. And in my opinion, the PS3 and the Wii won that. For me, definitely did. Um... But then later, no, actually, no, the 360 and the Wii did. Sorry, 360 and the Wii definitely won that for me. Um, I had a PS3 first because um, we wanted the backwards compatibility with PS2 and PS1 games, and we got that 60-gig PS3 that could do so. So that's why we got that one. So I had a PS3 first. But the 360, man, it just had better controllers, better online play, you know, better graphics. Um, I think it had better graphics, but anyway... Um, no, the PS3 had better graphics. Anyway, doesn't matter. Then we had the PS4 versus Xbox One. Um, and you know, I'll tell you what, in terms of naming their systems, they're dumb. 
like Xbox, okay, then Xbox 360, okay, we kind of we got that Xbox 360s because you're you're doing a full like rotation into something new, and that's the whole point of it or whatever. But then like Xbox One, and now this one's called the Xbox Series X. It's just like I don't know, your 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 shit is being named a little weird, and you could say the same thing about Nintendo, I guess, but. Uh, I remember when they were kind of called the GameCube, the dolphin, the Nintendo dolphin. Um, but yeah, like, are we legit about to have another Sony versus Microsoft war with this bitch? Like, remember that shit when that happened, the PS4 versus the Xbox one and at E3, like when they did the announcements side by side, Xbox one was just a piece of poopy. It was a, big piece of cockadoochie and then we had arguments going back and forth and people going well you're not reading all the facts and specs about facts about the specs and stuff you're just hopping on the bandwagon because you're a sony stan but you're a bitch whatever which i don't think they used the the, the slang stan back then but um and then and then of course you had like the other 50 percent of just gamers going pc master race huh edgelord huh and it was just like at that time when that was going on, I was like slowly converting to the PC anyway. So I was like buying everything on Steam. Like I was buying Street Fighter Four on Steam because um, my my 360 stopped working. The so I was buying everything back on Steam to play so I could play fighting games competitively again. And I just kept buying things on Steam. So now I have like all my fighting games are on there right now, and things like that. The only reason I wanted to get the PS4 was because. Aquanips was selling it so cheap, number one. And number two, I eventually would have needed it to play Kingdom Hearts 3, which I have now already done. But I, I'm just, like, curious to know, based on this information we got here and based on that information that I've talked about earlier, which it seems like Sony's kind of revealing more things on the way now than Xbox is. And with E3 being canceled... um. You know, we the, the, we the both companies have to do what they can to get presentations out there and, you know, things like that, you know. So, and again, I, I'm not really sure if Xbox Series X was going to have a conference there. I know PS5 was going to. I think it was. But, and I'm sure, I'm sure Xbox was going to too, but I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I just know for sure that PS5 was. But it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Like, I can't believe we're setting up to do another one of these like wars again. And it's just really funny to me. It's, it's just like at this point, it's like a, 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 what do you call it? A pissing contest. It's like Sony and Microsoft. It's like, if you think about it, right. By the time the PS4 was like announced and stuff and the Wii U came out, I think Nintendo at this point was just like, Fuck it, we're gonna do our own thing, and what we do good is innovation. So that's what we're gonna do. We're not gonna try and compete graphically. We're just not gonna do it. Um, after they saw the failure of the Wii U, and the Wii U finally catching up graphically with like, um, you know, the Xbox 360 and the PS3, it was just really weird. It was just like, dude, like the the PS3 and 360 already did this years ago. Like you, you know what I mean? You sacrifice graphics for for the 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 Wii's innovation and then they tried to make a new Wii to catch up graphically and it just was a failure it was just dumb you know what I mean so it just seemed really goofy um in and in my opinion still the Wii as, as a whole is still a better console like it just is it's better than the Wii U but by that time by the time that the PS4 and and uh Xbox One were coming out and then Nintendo came out with the Switch, they were like, nope, you know what we've always done well? Portables. And that's what we're going to do with our new system. It's going to be a portable and home console and portable console hybrid. And that's what we're going we're gonna to focus on because that's what we do well. And you know what? They're absolutely right. I'm a big portable collector. Obviously, that's one of my hobbies is I collect uh, portable game consoles. And I have a lot of Game Boys, a lot of Game Boy Advances, DSs, DS Lights. I have like like four DS Lights. I have a bunch. Okay, I've talked about this numerous times. Nintendo does portables well. They do. Uh, Gunpei Yokoi was a genius. Um, unfortunately, he left the company, and 
went to Bandai to make the Wonderswan, which is, you know, not as good of a console as the Game Boy was, but um, the Game Boy is amazing. The DS is amazing. Um, uh, The DS, Nintendo DS, is probably one of the best portable consoles ever made, for sure. For sure, dude. Like, 100%. So... Nintendo's got their own thing going on. It's basically what I'm saying. So as Nintendo's got their own thing going on, which is a good thing, the Switch is very popular. Shout out to Animal Crossing that just came out. Um, we're setting ourselves up for another pissing contest between Sony and Microsoft, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be really funny. While we're all hunkering down, trying to isolate ourselves from this virus, we're gonna be on. We're all going to be on social media watching the Microsoft and Sony war again. And that's going to be our entertainment for like the next month or two, you know, as, as they release more and more information, um, you know, and maybe production might be slowing down on these consoles because of the, the pandemic, but you never know, you know, like obviously they want to get info as fast as they can to everybody and work on it as fast as they can. But I don't know, man, I think we're, I think we're going to see another, we're going to see another Sony versus Microsoft war, and it's going to be really funny. I think it's going to be hilarious. It almost just seems like when Sony announces something, Microsoft is like, okay, we better do, we, we better, we better announce our shit. Well, we don't have all the, the data yet for this. We only have prototypes. doesn't matter. Announce the shit. Sony already is, is already telling them, ah, and they're just like, it's like a fucking panic. It's a panic room. It's really bad. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm excited. That's going to be some mad entertainment for me. And, I'm not one of those like PC master race bitches because I just hate that shit. Like, I don't know. I think I think that shit is fucking dumb edge lord crap. But I do prefer my PC. Um, I do, very much so. And uh, I'm not afraid to admit that. Uh, but you know, I-, I am excited to see more, and I am very gonna, very very excited that we're gonna see more of this microsoft or sony war so let me know what you think let me know if you're let me know if you're taking a side or if you're going to be one of those people who gets both you know i I know a lot of people who did that too they bought the ps4 and the xbox one so they could have both you know let me know i'm very excited to hear your opinion on that so that being said stay safe everyone stay informed keep up on 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 everything that's going on okay uh stay inside only go out if you absolutely have to. Be very careful. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face when you're out. Uh, and if you're Nick, take a shower. You stink. I can smell you from here. That being said, I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast.